Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. W-J-B-R Internet Radio For the Inquisitive Mind And the Sophisticated Ear Yo, peace, welcome to Love King of R&B, Raheem Devon And you're in the basement with Javon and Therese Keep the lock right here Hey, it's your girl, Allison Williams, and you're in the basement with Javon and Jerez. You're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese playing my kind of music. She's watching in the background. Well, hi, Mom. How you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your mama's name? Juanita. Juanita, I, you know I love you. You know what you do. And I hope you understand me. Every word I say is true. Because I love you. Oh, 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 oh. That's what for Juanita. Yeah. <laughs> going to be floating today, floating today. When I come to town, I know she's going to have, can she, can she cook? Can she cook? Mama she cook? cook. Oh, yeah. Oh, when I come to town, I, you know, I'm going to look for them greens and cornbread. Yeah. Basement, no longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Punch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just. Cause she wasn't even there, actually. But anyway. <laughs> 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 like, she's got her though, Jay. You can send me some cologne. Because, I mean, oh, you, you know. Cologne? <laughs> yeah. 
I will Just do in that. case I should meet Shaka Khan, I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh, God. Okay, dokie, babe, whatever you say. I just want to wish everybody um, a happy Shaka Khanika. All right, thank you. Let's let's carry on. I'm sorry, I had to. Javon, yeah, there's a pill you're going to be able to take. I promise I to tell them which way you went, but they're coming for you. With time, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just do this. And I think it's it's time, Therese, to do a little rapid fire with um, Mr. Richard Pryor, Jr. I think so. I think so. So, (laughs) (laughs) don't worry. We won't hurt you. Hey, everybody. How you doing? What's up, Rezzy Pooh? How you doing? Who's popping? You know, I I'm in a good good space today. I guess you know. So nice. What's going on with you? And uh, <laughs> it's been a super busy week. Mm. You look busy right uh, now. <laughs> no, I'm wiping my glasses so I can see you. <laughs> Do you remember the cereal back in the day? Post, well, I called them diggums. Post, yeah, yeah, something, yeah. Yeah, give me a smack, I'll smack you back. Those, I have rediscovered those by way of a friend now, and they are, I guess, I don't know if this is the bootleg version or not, but they're really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Pop. Yeah, right. With some, well, what are you just eating them dry? No, no, I, I can't. I mean, I'm lactose intolerant, so um, and I, you know, and I get away with cheese. Maybe not so much, but I think I do. But I, I, I drink oat milk. Um, you know, gluten free, lactose free. It's actually good with the oat milk. Oh, it's so amazing okay. how you have to modify everything. You know, because. And essentially learning in your adult life that, you know, cow milk is for baby calves and not humans. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's something. That's, that's yeah, there's that. The dairy industry is a beast. They're almost as bad as the pharmaceutical industry with the propaganda. Yeah, true, true. So I have to tell you this. I have to tell you this. I have to tell you this. Uh-oh. So, no, it's not an uh-oh. It, it's... It's weird. And you, your wife, and Pop were a part of it. Five o'clock, five in this morning. Okay. So I had a dream. And that's always dangerous. Hey, LaVon, how you doing, love? 
um, that was the serial form of child abuse. Oh, well, yeah, there's a smack. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so here, here's this dream. It appeared as though we were, we must have been at like the the LGBT music festival in my mind, right? Because in a back room, there were all these people rehearsing for a dance. Like they were like rehearsing for a show. They were going to be dancing. And we were clearly away somewhere. Mm -hmm. And we were playing spades. So those things in my mind, I associate with the LGBT music fest. And I was trying to figure out, you know, I was like, wow, you know, it's been so long since I played spades. Um, Hey, Misty. Um, So I was looking at my hand and I was like, oh, God, this is a whack hand. But then all of a sudden these aces appeared and um, I had all these spades in my hand. I was like, yeah, this is a great hand. And then, but then it was a deuce of diamond. I was like, yeah, 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 we're going to play deuce of diamond. Then it was a deuce of heart. And I was like, that shouldn't even be in the deck. What that that doesn't go right. So right. So so you know. I guess in my dream, in my my dream brain, I'm trying to figure that out. Then all of a sudden, Cheryl pops up and she's doing this to my to my locks, You know, the braids. And Monifa asked me. She said, "But sis, how did you get an afro?" And I looked in the mirror and I had like these. <laughs> I had half locks and half curly afro, like I used to wear sport in the day, you know, like used to have a short curly afro. And Cheryl was like, go ahead, tell tell how how um Ulysses braids your hair. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, Pops comes by and he braids my hair. And then after he leaves, I take the braids out and I pick my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> and Bonifa, well, you were playing cards with me. That's where you were. You were there with the cards. But Monifa gave me that look, like, come on, son, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Which cracked me the fuck up. I was laughing so hard at that dream that I woke myself up. <laughs> I was laughed. I was laughing out. I heard myself laughing out loud. That has never happened to me before, and only your wife's energy could give me that much giggle. I'm t- when I tell you that she tickles my my spirit, like like she just always just makes me laugh. Like I, it's just always good feel, even in a god doggone dream. <laughs> I I love her to pieces i just love her because of how she makes me feel now a month from now i am not going to remember the dream but maybe because i i spoke about it i will okay but um cheryl this morning was was like why were you laughing what the hell was so funny you know i was like you heard that she was like the neighbors could have heard that Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, it woke me. <laughs> but that, but really, she tickles my spirit, and so I had to share that. I mean, if you're gonna dream about somebody's wife, that needs to be the dream that you have. 
Well, I, I can say this unequivocally without a doubt that whenever uh, Mo Pop, myself, and, and some scattered others are together, we do so much laughing. Yeah, she's just so incredibly, incredibly therapeutic, and you know, and it's so it's such a blessing, honestly, because we all like you know, independently, independently do so much, um, and sometimes so much heavy shit. So when we get together, we are like reduced to Scooby Doo, you know, and it uh, is yeah. hilarious, you know, and it's, in, it's often in spaces where we are safe and we are just cutting up. So. That's not that's not far from the truth at all. You know, she is a she is a ball of fire a and she a, a with a very very um great sense of humor and also sometimes she's just funny when she's just it's not is, meaning you know. to not meaning to be yeah there. um that's when she's the funniest yeah and I think I think my spirit needed some laughter and so my brain conjured up Mo <laughs> because just a Good morning sometimes can can make me it can bring me to the point of okay, this is fun, you know, like she's just good good peeps good good energy, good spirit, you know, and there that is, and happy birthday, Tiffany Tiffany Go happy girl. birthday happy. Be happy 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 birthday happy happy birthday happy happy birthday happy happy birthday to you boom 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 you like that boom yes 26 years around the sun that's what's up no on the 26th oh on the 26th cc and got the glasses on still didn't see it okay that's all right that's all right we see what we want to another to another orbit girlfriend if you're watching on Facebook, please find yourself on the YouTube page, uh, WJBR Internet Radio. WJBR Internet Radio. Is that Ray? Ray? Yeah, he's he's going to the groomers. He's getting ready to get pretty. Ooh, do it, brave. Yeah, he going. He him him going to travel. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to be a dog, you may as well make it look good. Yes, yes, yes. But he is um, jumping on the plane and going, going to say hi to a few folks. That's so she got to get more fluffy. Get fluffy. <laughs> get fluffy. Today is Small Business Saturday. Make sure you go out. And support those people and their business. Ah, uh, yes. Small business. I didn't even know we had a small business out there. Thank you, Pop. Yeah, it's good to know. That's good to know. And yes, 46 on this earth. Congratulations. Happy birthday. And uh, 40 years, 46 years young. Yep. What a blessing. God, I can't believe that was over a decade ago for me. I'm so freaking old. Uh, but not. You know, first of all, you know my timeline, right? Okay. Tell me about it. From your twenties to your when you when you're in your twenties, that's when you're doing all your exploratory stuff. So don't have no babies in your twenties. That's my this is my motto, not to be confused with anybody else's motto. Twenties, spin that cutting up, 
dating, tossing away, doing all kinds of things, you know, taking risks. Tossing back. Tossing back, all kinds of things, you know, having fun, you know, discovering the world, building, all good things. Interesting, whatever you want to do, do that in your 20s, you know. Your 30s, that decade, you spend time cleaning up whatever you did in your 20s. Because, you know, you've gotten some trial and error out the way for your 20s. So now in your 30s, you're spending time putting things together, sorting out your dreamscape, you know, um, you know, just, just cleaning up what you did in your 30s. Your 40s, as I call the resident reset, is when you actually start getting good at application of what you've learned in your 30s. So meaning you cleaned up what you did in your 20s and your 30s, and by the time you hit your 40s, you're like, hmm, I know a little bit of something for sure now. Because if you realize when you go through life, there's not too much shit you know for sure, because shit changes. It's supposed to, right? So your 40s, you spend that decade sorting things and, and, and applying them and being successful and moving through your sexy skin. That's the beginning of your uh, 40 reset your skin, you know, your sexy skin. Mm-hmm. That's the young version of your sexy skin in your 40s. That's oh. the young version. That's like going from age, you know, uh, 20 to 30 again, but in a different skin because you know some shit now. Mm-hmm. You've applied some shit now, okay? And I always, and this is just me again, don't get married in your 20s, uh-huh. ever. That's just me. Is my, I got my reasons why. And that's, that's not to say that people that do have not been successful. But this is just me, I'm saying. But let's talk about these 50s. The 50s, you are supposed to be coasting in a space where you now can attack life with vengeance. The 50s is a space where you're sexy should speak for you because you're, you're, and it's not what you look like physically. It's all the stuff going on up here that makes you sexy. You know, all your, as we say, rules and regulations that makes you sexy. You know, all the boundaries that you see fit that make you sexy. All of the, the risk factors that you're still taking in your 50s. See, that's not a slowdown period. That's a knowing. That's a knowing. That's some shit you know for sure, and you move in that, and then you have a little, you know, and then, you, and then you're able to give back, too. You're able to feed others to say, okay, hey, baby, hey, baby girl, hey, 20-year-old baby girl, hey, 30-year-old baby girl, hey, even 40-year-old baby girl. That's a hole. Don't walk in it, because I did. Or that's a hole, be careful. You know, that's what 50s are. 50s is like the elder, the, the young version of the elder. So you always have a older and a younger version of, some, of a state of being, in my opinion. The 50s is the young version of the elder. That's when you first start. That's when, that's when you should be able to give people advice that makes sense. That's when you should be able to cultivate someone or, or, or pick a mentee even, you know, 
and give back to somebody or, or bring up somebody with you. It could be a family member. It could be a, a, a stranger. It could be somebody that you've had your eyes on and you want to say, hey, li- listen, come here. Let me show you some shit. You know, you interested in some stuff? Let me show you some shit. That should be your 50s. You know, you should you should have little little folk. And I don't mean, when I say little, I don't mean, you know, I mean people that are younger than 50, at least a decade or further, you know, that just you give back to or that you help cultivate. And then under the contingency that they cultivate as well. 60s, that's when you are officially an elder and should be behaving as such, should be respected as such, but only if you have garnered that respect. Nothing is just given to you. You know, there's some work in there. Like, I'm 60 years old, so are you supposed to bullshit? <laughs> if you have not, like, through some of those milestones, in my opinion, again, solely my opinion, a 60-year-old, if you've not mentored one person, if you've not given back to anything, if you have not volunteered any time anywhere, if you have not done any of those things to earn that, if you have not fed no babies, Birth no babies, and you know what birthing babies doesn't mean you you know you're giving them birthing them uh, biologically. It just means that you've you've poured into the mind of somebody that's you know younger than you. You don't you don't don't believe that you know you've qualified to be an elder in the community. I've um, had this argument with folk that I know that are, you know, in their 60s and a little beyond. And I'm like, you haven't done shit, though. You got some, you, you better get on your grind with, you know, you wonder, you got so much to say about how these kids are moving, but you haven't done shit to contribute to how they move. Shut up. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> but you're the first one, all oh, these kids these days, yada, yada, yada. Shut your ass up. You haven't done anything, and that's the reason. That's what that's what that's what fuels my my um questions that you've heard me ask, Jay, about you know have we failed them, you know because you know we sometimes we talk about what we don't have in the young kids and support, and we see a lot of things, but you know even when I think about the levels of you know some of the gang folks that I know. I always ask the question, like, you are how old? And you still you still banging? Like, you can't elevate this no kind of way? That's not what we're doing? Like, you clearly you have the, the personality to garner attention. Can you flip that now into something that benefits so y'all stop shooting up the spot? Oh, uh, come on, OG, because, you know, that's what they... I'm, I'm, you know, I have to, I'm serious. Like, why am I still walking into this stuff? You know. But anyway, that's just my, um, <laughs> that's just my, my thought. And that was, um, Rez says. Remember we spoke <laughs> about that. That's what I'm talking about. Rez says that was that was deep. It was. It was on point, and I agree. Um, do you? Yeah, I do. Tiffany says, it's so deep what you're saying about the 50s. I have some of that wisdom in my mid-40s because of my experience. And when you turn 50, when you are in your 50s, you will have even more. Yes, and, yes. And, and that's, that's what she's saying. So um, 
I know, you know, whatever age we are, we think we got it. And as we grow older, we think we got it. And then we really think we got it. And then we really think we got it. Look, it ain't got till you're gone. <laughs> that's, that's when you're Amen. Really... Amen to that. Because if you already got it, then what's the point of going on? You should always be able to learn, live. The more you, the longer you live, the long, the more you learn. Mm-hmm. I remember being 30, turning 30. I remember that. <laughs> and I remember, like, like a light bulb went off that morning. Like it was a, an epiphany. Like I was like, oh, shit. Like there was a level of clarity that I did not have formally. And I thought I knew shit in my 20s. I really thought I knew shit. But I, I like the way you said that. Um, no, Pop, I have not yet watched it. Oh, I saw it. It's good. It's really good. Um, I'm teaching my young coworker the power of the no. He is fascinated by my ability to discourage people from asking. Mm. And that is a powerful no. You yeah. need to go no further. You yeah. need to go no further. And I and I want to say this particularly to my black women, my black women. Specifically want to say this to y'all. Don't allow nobody to tell y'all y'all are too much. You know, um, don't allow nobody to tell y'all that y'all are aggressive or any of the above for being who you are and being sure about what you're saying to folk. You know, folks love to challenge that. They always fall out of pocket when it comes down to one, a woman, but particularly a black woman telling them anything that they either have to do or a black woman standing her ground and refusing to be abused in the society. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody. That's right. And in the words of Selena Johnson, I don't give a fuck with nobody say. Yep. Have anybody no, challenge you in that way? No is a complete sentence. That's exactly. it, and that's all. I remember exactly. when I was fourteen and I wanted to graduate high school. My guidance counselor told me to stop rushing life. Mm. I wish I had listened to her. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Honestly. I remember being young and feeling like I was already grown and I'm going to do what I'm going to do and all of that stuff. I think we all go through it, but that's a part of growing. And really, you know, our experiences, all of our previous experiences lend to who we are in this very moment. Um, You really can't rush life. You can have a multiple a, a multitude of experiences more than the average person at your age, but you're still the age that you are. You, I, right. I, if I could, I would rush and and be a particular age right now. I really would. I, I have not felt that way since I was a kid and wanted to be 18. You know, or I can't wait till I'm 21 or whatever, whatever that age was. There was a period of time as a teenager that I wish I was or whatever. And I learned, don't don't be wishing shit on yourself like that. You know, now I wish I was a little bit younger. Um, But at the same time, I'm learning to. Excuse me. Bless you. Enjoy 
where I am right now mm-hmm. and look forward to the future yeah. and plan for the future. Absolutely. But I, I'm not, I can't rush it. It's not like I can snap my fingers in five years past or whatever. Be nice to be looking back, but you know, I'm looking forward. So that's a good place. When God blessed us with children or our guardians, Your job is to protect the children by any means. Yep. Believe that. And, you know, and and I think I I really would love for us to get back to that sense of community where if I saw your child in danger, I don't have to know them to step in and help them, you know. And I know there's a lot of elements around people and children, you know, because everybody that's reaching out ain't right, right, you know, and let's just be clear. But, you know, Having the blessing of growing up in a community that exercised that, there's a, you know, it hits different when you move through the world, you know, because you realize that everybody's child is connected. And if you see something, you're going to protect the baby. It's an instinct. Yeah. not something you say, I'm going to go protect that child. And it's an instinct that you do that. Walking down the street, if you see a child walking by themselves, little, and, and how many times has this happened to you? You just may walking down, you see a little kid just rolling around. You're looking, but you're looking to see who they're connected to. Mm-hmm. You could be in mid-conversation, like, who's that baby? Where's it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you need to find the adult responsible for that kid particularly when they're running up close to the curb and they got the little scooters or whatever they got. I'm always looking for the parent that's connected. If not, I'm the parent. I'm the crosser of the street here. Can, <laughs> I'm the can, parent. can I just tell you that there are multiple um, incidences where two-year-olds are out wandering the streets by themselves. Facts. And that's all I got to say about that. Two-year-olds, three-year-olds just out there hanging. I've seen a couple, unfortunately, in my day in campers that have either gotten out of a house or left the park. It's been a couple of scenarios, actually. Yep. I've, I've experienced, encountered one directly. That gotten out of the house one almost killed me. You know, and it's so funny because I'm thinking, I never went around this corner before. I haven't been on this block before. But now I'm on this block and I'm encountering this kid. God, what you doing? You know? Because it immediately became an all points, you know, and I didn't want to, I didn't, you know, it, it, it was so weird. It was so weird and so bizarre, but needless to say, the child in the, was very safe. Um, but again, parents were hysterical. How did the baby get out the house? To this day, still couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Um, LaVon, it looks like you've been somehow... I have to check my computers and make sure that um, the video is not playing, that I'm not on air when I'm not supposed to be on air because that's exactly what I'm doing on days that I'm not, I am not um, doing a show. I am in my footy pajamas with um, a pack of crayons, not necessarily a Jello cup, but I like with some kind of something, cookies or something. And um, I am doing me. It could, it might be crayons one day. It might be video games. It could be, yep, I am very, very connected to my inner child because there's more of that than the other. Okay, I need to ask both of you a question then. Where Now, my wife has assorted pairs of footy pajamas. She has the hoods. She has 
the pajamas that look like tails, and I, I love them, you know. I am taller than her. I am six foot tall, and I'm not a string being. I would like a pair of footy pajamas. Can't find them anywhere in my size. Where can I go? Now, that I don't know because Cheryl has um, – My my footy, I don't know where I got mine from. Cheryl has purchased mine for me, I think, because I'm grateful to still be able to wear them. And it was some time ago that she bought them. But I will inquire. Yeah, I need tall, I need tall girls. I need y'all footy people to stop discriminating. Because <laughs> I haven't had those since I was a kid. But ever since I grew up, they don't fit anymore. Yep. I need some footy pajamas. Love those, love those. Everything. Everything is at Amazon. Probably. Yeah, but I can't find any, Pop. I've looked. You know, unless I buy a men's pair, but I haven't even seen too many men's. They, get, they wear the onesies, yes, but the ones with the feet in the bottom. Yeah, I, I have um my favorite pair, I like black, and they have, like, monkeys on them. Telling too much, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little monkeys. <laughs> you know what? We we should embrace our inner child. Um, stay playful. Just stay stay youthful in your mind. You know, um, be responsible. Pay <laughs> pay your bills and do everything. Thank you for thank you, Tiffany. I have to get them custom made. Oh, the story of my you life. You <laughs> are a Amazon queen. <laughs> get a seamstress <laughs> done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have I have two of my favorite jumpers were made by these brothers in Brooklyn and um and I love them. I, I'm a jumpsuit person though. Yeah, yeah. I could wear a jumpsuit seven days a week and, and be okay. Pop, did you have to have it specially made? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my jumpsuits look like on Amazon. Oops, two was a real Get like to have me over there. <laughs> I think I think he had to have his uh, specially made. What's that? Almost or uh, pretty girl. Like pretty girl. They have Magnus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, I'm kind of in my head built like Magnus Stallion. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> That's a beautiful girl. Uh. Tiffany says she um, knows. Uh, Black-owned designer. Okay. And Ashley Stewart or Lane Bryant. Boiler suits. What's a boiler suits? Love them. What's a boiler suit? I have no idea. Please, Elisa. What's a boiler suit? Yeah, please um type out what that is. I don't know. What's <laughs> I think Meg wears her clothes small on 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 purpose. She said, "Google it." She said, "You want to know? Google it." Mm. Oh, all right, I sure, I sure will. Okay, okay then. All right, we'll, we'll Google it right now. She ain't said nothing. We got Google. We got Google. She said, "Google it." That's the first. That's that's the first. <laughs> that's the that's equivalent to your mother saying, "Look it up." Because oh my goodness, boiler suit. She ain't said nothing. Boiler suit for women. 
Yeah, no, Rezzy, I think I think you already have that. Uh oh. Like, what is it? It's a um. It's just, well, it looks like a onesie, but it doesn't have the feet in them. Yeah, no, I have the fire. I have the um, you know the red with the flap in the back yeah. those, but I want the footsies, man. They stop making the footsies. Hmm. Yeah, she has amazing knees. Amazing Boy, knees. Knees. Meg the Stallion. You know what? Shamefully, maybe. I don't even know who she is, so I'm going to look her up so I can see a picture of her. Let's do it on the big screen so everybody can verify for me that I got the right person. All righty. Meg the Stallion. The Stallion. Oh, gee. Is that? (laughs) Hold on now. Oh. How'd I miss that? Not so sure. Okay, hold on. I, by, by my expression, does it appear as though I got the right person? Probably. Mm. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. I'm sweating. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Where's the man? I'm sorry. I just... She made the the um, song with Cardi B. WAP, the WAP song. Oh, I know the WAP song. <laughs> <laughs> that damn basement. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. okay, okay. All right, hold on. Humana, Okay. And she's got amazing knees. Is this her? Yes, it is. She don't need knees. Um. Okay. Well, I put it like this. Um, I have not seen many. She's and yeah, she's a big. She's a big. She's a tall girl. Wow. You know, when I say when I say big, I mean tall, big and tall. And um, and she and she's got body. <laughs> she's got body. Yeah, I saw that. Her and Post Baby Chi-Chi. Who the hell is Post Baby Chi-Chi or Cece? Who? Post Baby Cece. That's Sierra, I think. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Sierra's all too. All right, I do know who Sierra is, though. Okay, I could do that. I, I don't know who that is. Yeah, and there's not much of a difference in seeing Sierra... In person and seeing her in print because she is equally as beautiful. And and you, and, you, and it's not WAP W O P. At least I know that. And 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 Google it. Was it you who said Google it? No, it wasn't you. So I no, take that no. back. I take that back, Tiffany. I'm sorry. I'm being feisty because she said not not Res, but whoever it was. I think it was Elisa said Google it. Damn it! I ain't telling y'all nothing. <laughs> Or, or at least that's how we how we that's read how it. That's how we read it. That's the I'm thing. Sure that's not how can, she said it. No, but can I can I just say that that's the one danger of this whole internet thing is that when we document intention of what what's said can always be misconstrued. You know. You know it's funny. I should tell 
uh, coworkers a lot that, you know, when they read an email, when they read someone's email that is just simply words on paper, unless there's something distinctive about the words, meaning they're, uh, uh, they're in all caps, which we know is screaming, or bold print, you know, or um, exclamation point, something like that. Try not to read the email and the emotion that you think a person is trying to transfer because, you know, oftentimes you get the person, oh, you put this in an email. Yeah, because I meant such and such and such and such. Email, text message, See, smoke my, signals, my all that me. stuff. If it's, if it's something that can be, you know, just let's talk about it. You know, it's exactly. a, I can't find any pictures of her knees. Oh, there, there they go. Find a video. No, no, no. Not it's not a photograph. It's what they do mechanically. Oh, it's not what they look like. It's oh, she has good knees that where she can bend. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Okay, she could. There's a lot of knee work that is just I haven't seen. A lot seen. of knee work. <laughs> no, seriously. I like I look at what and I love to watch her because it's it's amazing to me. You know, now as you know, I'm like, she was like. Like who was the who was the um the doll from ballroom? I forget. But I forget uh it'll come to me. I forget her name, but um I'm trans sister. Baby, the pops, dips and spins she does on those knees effortlessly. It's crazy. Like she I've seen her walk from like a walk a twenty foot room on her knees and bop backwards like nothing. You know how much quad and quad and hamstring strength and knees that requires yeah so does sierra sierra has yeah but meg you know you know the i think meg stands out sierra absolutely you know in fact she was she was the first one that i saw with that with that but i think what strikes me different about meg is because she's such a voluptuous body and and you know it's how she great how so how she's the grace involved in that. Not that Cece isn't graceful. She absolutely is. Um, absolutely. And, and again, the first one that I saw, one of the first that I saw that was able to do that. But there's something different, you know, I guess, um, that Meg brings, you know. That'd be a great a great uh, dance-off. I wouldn't want to say battle because, you know, both of them would win, you know. Yeah, good knee work. That would be me too, Pop. Yep. <laughs> oh boy, it's hilarious. Yeah, um, cameras and videos play games, yes, but I don't think it's playing a game in Meg's case. Speaking of capacity for miscommunications and text messages, one of my aunts thought I meant lots of love. She texts a death announcement, and I thought she lost her mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But LOL meant lots of love. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ugh. That's a hard one. That is. That is. Yes. And who was that that... Uh, that uh, Misty that has a um, what did she call it? Now I want to get it right because she will correct me. I'm scrolling back. Something about a what did you say you had, Misty? You had a tall, a tall something. Um, 
not obsession. You oh, had yeah. a... she's got a thing for tall people. Ah, okay. She definitely does. She talks about it all the time. Call obsession. Call obsession. Okay, so um, how tall are you? And if you're one of the people that gives the three quarters like my wife does, I'm going to laugh. I'm telling you in advance. <laughs> if you forget her three quarters, she will correct you <laughs> like this. I'm three quarters. I'm three quarters. Okay. Five, two and a half. Okay. Don't mess up that half. Nope. But you got to tell me because I like to round people off. <laughs> Sorry, you know, it, it, tall people joke number 17, I guess. You know, because we're always so used to being put in the back of the pictures in the back of the room. I automatically still do that to this day. Go to the back. Automatically. Automatically. I'm always like, is that your head back there? Mm, oh, yeah. I'm always in the back. It's just it's just a default of mine. Hey, I just discovered that my mom is listening. Hi, Mom. Hey, Mom. Good morning. Good morning, Mommy. We don't have any hide in in my family, so we don't even discuss it. We we don't discuss height. It's not relevant for us. We're just not tall at all. My feet are a size not... What? You're five foot, two. five, two and a half with a size nine feet. That's unusual, but also distinctive. Yes, it's distinctive. What? We don't have good knees. Their age now. Yeah, my knees are shot. I don't, you know, I can't speak for anybody else, but my knees, my ankles, like, darn. Random confession. <laughs> Stayed in a whole relationship with a 5'11 Amazon for like six months longer than I should have. <laughs> and why does five eleven or six would always get the Amazon? Uh, I, you know, I, it's funny because you know kids can be cruel. You know, all of that later, earlier on, used to used to annoy me. Now it makes me laugh. You know, because I don't, I'm not as uh, pressed by. You know, kids are sensitive, so. It, or not to say you couldn't be as an adult either. Let me just say that. But you know, whenever somebody um, talked about my height, it was either let's see, too tall, Jones, Daddy Long Legs, Amazon, She-Ra. <laughs> it was always. Can I just say, and and yeah. <laughs> I I really I just never had any kind of discrimination. But I, when I hear Amazon woman, I think beautiful, tall, voluptuous, sexy, powerful, just amazing. I I I, I think that that is, takes time to me. That is the like a, a compliment. It it takes time. I'll tell you that because uh, as a kid. When you know, again, that's when they when stuff like that started. It there was there were no definitions for that, and kids, right. depending on how you heard it, you know, um, it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't presented that way. It was presented now, in a negative. Do you remember a movie? I, I believe the the head actress was a white um, blonde woman, 
but it was attack of the six foot, 60 foot woman. I remember the attack of the something, but I don't remember 60 foot woman. Oh my God. She was so big and she just, she, I think some scientific experiment, it was a black and white and she just got big and big and she was so big and she was in love with this little guy with this, well, not a little guy. He was an average height guy, but she went down with her hand and picked him up. I thought that was the sexiest. I thought she was so sexy. I was like, yeah. Could you imagine? Wap? Um, Alisa, um, Ronnie DeVoe isn't short. Yeah, and no, Tupac, he's just... Tupac wasn't that short either. Ronnie DeVoe and Tupac weren't short. Um, uh, Michael Bivens and, and, and um, Ronnie Bell definitely michael bevins is Solid short for male uh-huh huh no um i'm just reading levon's thing uh she said i say amazon because she was solid and tall she was fine as as asf on my mama she was dope that's all i'm gonna say because my mother's listening Hi, mama mama Mama, but I love tall women with good posture. It is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Therese, I'm so happy for you and Monifa. When I first saw you, I was healthy jealous. Mo got a sexy winner. Your swagger is amazing. Have, oh. you, have you seen her eyes, Tiffany? You oh my goodness! Eyes. Thank you, Tiffany. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's very nice to say. Thank you. Therese, <clears throat> Are you Connie's height? Who's Connie? Connie, Connie. Who's Connie? Attack of the 50-Foot Woman is a 1958 independently made American science fiction horror film. Yes, it was a horror film for some, but for me, it was an awakening. Oh, uh, Ronnie. I think she meant Ronnie. I like that 50-Foot Woman. How tall are you? Because Ronnie's Ronnie's about... Ronnie's... Oh, are you see this... I can't remember if he's taller than me or maybe he's around the same height. I'm six foot tall. So he's either my height or a little taller. And six feet is not short even for a man. Uh, well, you, mm, yeah. Well, if you're, if you're six foot, then that would make it short for a man. But for the average average height for a woman, they say it's about five feet, five, five, four, five, five. So mm. for, a six, for a man to be six foot, that's that's a nice height. I think I don't even know what the average height for a man is about five eight. I I don't even know anymore because the because the food is so crazy. It's making people do bigger <laughs> and longer and all kinds of things. First you, time I in, saw Rex, you mean Rez in person? You was like, ooh, oh, all right now. <laughs> y'all y'all gonna call Monifa on the show in a minute. Ronnie was my childhood boy crush. How tall are you, Elisa? Because Ronnie's not short. Connie is from Jefferson. Oh, you're talking about Connie from Je- Oh, you're talking about Connie from Jefferson. Big Connie. She's tall. <laughs> Connie's tall, too. LaVon, mine, too, with the Jerry Curl. Who are y'all talking about? Ronnie, I don't know, Ronnie. Ronnie, oh, from from New Edition. Lord, yes. Lord. 
It's that scorpion magnetism he has. That's all. Five what? feet nine is the average height for men in the United States. Oh, wow. <clears throat> five ten is good for me. I'm five seven. Yeah, so six feet is a good height for for a man, Rez. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. Well, I was going to say, Ronnie's, Ronnie's about my height, or even, I thought he was a little taller, but that's that's about right. I, I have to show, I, um, let me see. She says she took a, okay, she's taller than you. Yes, Ron, yes, Connie is absolutely taller than me. Yes, she is. She's a sweetheart, too. She's taller than me. And she fries a mean chicken. <laughs> I like mean chicken. So I've heard. <laughs> Shout out to Connie. Average age adjusted height for American men, 20 years, 59.1 inches. Hmm. That's about five feet, nine inches tall. My and what's the average height type for women? Huh. Yeah, what's the average height for women? Which I'm way below. And I'm probably way over. <laughs> that's the only... That's the only Statistics that I'm, you know, I don't meet the standard. The stripper I dated was seven foot tall male. Oh, okay. Male strippers are not sexy. (laughs) Well, I remember, I remember hiring one for a dear friend's bachelorette party. I thought he was kind of sexy. Shout out to Mega Body. <laughs> I remember DJing at someone's birthday party, and they ha- they hired a stripper, a male stripper. Why did he think five four? Jeez. Why did he think that it was a good idea uh-uh. to mess with the DJ? When you say mess with, what do you mean? In a, in a derogatory way or try to, I don't know, how, what do you mean? You know, try to be Mr. Boombastic with me or whatever. <laughs> Mr. Boombastic. <laughs> I was like, bruh, please, bruh, bruh, bruh. He was, I mean, he was well built and all of that, deep chocolate, you know? Little strippers move better. <laughs> I was like, bro, put me down, man. Yo, man, put me down. Yo. (laughs) Nah, man. Nah, that was not happening. (laughs) Because I I whispered a little something in his ear. And he decided it was best to put me down. So I'm going to (laughs) say about that. All right? So, no. That didn't happen. And we didn't have cell phones back there, so you can't prove otherwise. <laughs> um, I appreciate erotic dancers. Oh, and I don't, I don't call them. I don't call them necessarily call them strippers because they may not. They don't have to always take their clothes off. You no, know? there's nothing wrong with it, and I enjoy watching. I enjoy watching. Okay, I I spent many a night at Angels. Oh, many a night. That's the one when you went down the steps, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Even made some friends. I don't. That's just 
know I have. I remember angels. Oh my. I um, like booties in thongs. <laughs> <laughs> she just as a matter of fact, and see I read her I read her um uh cadence as deadpan, a matter of fact. Deadpan. Huh? Deadpan. Yes, yes. Oh, that's only because uh, her tone is in my head yes. because I've spoken to her. Yes. So when I read her, when I read her words now, I I kind of hear it in her tone. I have stories of strippers in back rooms that can be discussed in the basement after dog condition. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's do it, Paul. Let's do it. The, the first, first supposedly. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. The first supposedly woman, black, bones found in Africa named Lucy was very small woman, four foot, Stephanie Mills size. Oh, okay. Four um, foot. There's an, another caller on the line, 0620. If you would like to speak, let's see. 0620, did you want to say hello? Those are the last four digits of your number, or are you just happy just listening? Hey, Sage. Okay, we're going to let you just hang out and listen. Sometimes, you know, I guess when there's um, multiple people on the telephone line, um, I'll just do this, and I'll just say if you want to speak, (laughs) press 1 on your telephone. And a little hand will pop up, and I will know that you want to speak. Uh, yeah, we need those stories. We'll do, we'll do one. I have to talk, chat with Pop, and we'll figure out when we're gonna do an after dark booty slingshot. What is a booty slingshot? Do tell. <laughs> Sage, just in time. We're talking about your former life. Or maybe it's called that, and uh, we called it something else that I want. What we, oh, as a stripper. He did say he stripped. Cool. Yeah, honey. We missed the whole show. Most bones have been found on the west coast of Africa that predate Lucy by 100,000 years. Mm. Wow. Booty floss. Okay. We're just trying to get Sage back on the stage. <laughs> Sage, run! Run! <laughs> the ladies are trying to get you back on the stage. Run! Mm-mm-mm. Well, Sage, I have some I have some amazing news for you. I'm going to call you after the show. Thong song. <laughs> Picture of Sage and his meme. First of all, he has, you know, I I love this shot of him. And I have a, a picture. Uh, oh, Onyx. Okay, then. I know a female Onyx, too. Mm-hmm. I remember her. <laughs> Your mom said, mm-hmm. She was a big girl. She wasn't a little girl. Mm Mm-mm. And then, and, um, oh, and you know who, oh, my gosh. You know who else I used to love to watch dance? Tsunami. Now, she does not know this. She is a beautiful, 
curvaceous, cocoa chocolate, beautiful dancer. And she's, I think, maybe my height or taller. She could be taller. Thick, rich, and chocolate. Mm. And so, so graceful. And the way she would do poles would be bananas, you know. But just graceful, fluid, just just, just look like she just kind of, I mean, I should be like, wow. Like, I don't even understand how she could do some of the stuff that she did and make it look like she wasn't struggle money. I just don't understand. I go near a pole, grab it, it make it feels like work. <laughs> it's like, oh, too much. <laughs> you know, like, I, <laughs> I don't understand. Well, the last time I was actually in the presence of an exotic dancer was soon after the traumatic brain injury I suffered in 2017. I think I was at... Um, Diamonds, yeah. And the the young lady kept coming towards me. Like, there were several, but one of them kept coming for me. And I have to tell you, this is how we all know that I was severely impaired. I was so scared of her. It was terrible. <laughs> Wait, that's how we know you were severely impaired? Because yeah. you were scared of the stripper? Yeah. <laughs> was, was it a party? Yeah, it was a party. It was a party. I don't remember the occasion. It was a private party. Yeah, it was a private party. Um, You know, our people were there, you know. Um, And I was, like, holding on to whoever it was. I believe probably was Cheryl sitting next to me, and I'm holding on to her. Tell her to get away. I was whispering, could you tell her to get away? Please tell her to leave me I'm telling you, man, traumatic brain trauma, those injuries, TBIs, no joke. Mm. And I'm Mm. mad about that because that could have been a whole different kind of memory. (laughs) Mm. You know, that's that's a bucket list. I want I want to learn how to do some pole movement. I do. But in a way that is very, um, I guess, for lack of a better word, androgynous, because I ain't trying to put on no thongs and boots and carrying on. Um, But in a way that would suit me, I I definitely want to to do that. Upper body, everything, the strength, all of that. Who trained Lettucey? Lettucey does pole dancing now? I don't know. I know know J-Lo trained. Yeah, J-Lo works a pole. That's true. And Cher said at one point she did some pole dancing. I can I can see that. Yeah. Cher, for, first of all, how many years ago was that? I think it was like in 2019, maybe. Went to see Cher um, live. Baby. She came out on that stage, and I was like, holy bananas. She still looks great. She came out in a song, and, you know, and Bob Mackie has traditionally been her wardrobe stylist, and he always puts her in stuff that's very flattering for her. But she looks amazing at 70-something years old. Pop says, just this past Monday, I was at my stripper spot, which is only on Monday night, with Latino strippers. When I walk in, I'm treated like King Pop. 
because I make it rain like a tsunami. <laughs> All right, Pop. Okay. Too low. Okay. <laughs> when she was on her weight loss journey, she did hip-hop and heels. Her trainer was in the show Stars, I think. Ah. Okay. Or HBO. It was a stripper show. She used to be. She used to teach, but quit strip. Now hair down. Let, Let your hair, hair down, down and glasses off now for a start. See, see, see the same. No? See, yeah. She, she's like, let your hair down and take your glasses off, Therese. Now <laughs> for a start. Okay, so we're not gonna do that because <laughs> we don't. Trade. We don't want you sliding off of your chair, Elisa. See, the, <laughs> see, see, I'm I'm not gonna be a fem a fembot, you know. Trey back in the '90s, a female rapper had three uh, parties for her female strippers. It was amazing. Like she picked them out herself. I will not mention her name. Um, I know I I know Trey very well. Um, and. A famous female rapper has three. Okay. Um, okay. I, I may know who and what you're talking about. Um, or may not. <laughs> but uh, I definitely know Trey. And I know that Trey had, used to have legendary parties back in the 90s. Trey's block parties um, in Brooklyn were female Fridays and tracks. So if anybody knows what female <laughs> Friday was. He's like, I'll say the name, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Brandy Heavens on P Valley. <laughs> say the uh, Latina. Well, you know what? This is y'all y'all just uh here you go. This is for all of you. Uh oh, what are you about no, to do? No, I'm not going to do it. That's okay. Forget it. Never mind. Never mind. Her poll work is awesome. Yeah, Brandy Evans, P Valley. Yeah, they're getting ready to come back out. This season took too long. Patrick, what you doing? Or I, I know it's probably not Patrick and Pope, my love. Um, But yeah, let's get this P Valley popping. Let's get it back. Come on. P Valley? What is that? P-Valley is a show on stars that um, was created and directed by, a lot of the episodes directed by Patrick Ian Polk, famous for uh, his Noah's Ark series. Oh, okay. Famous for his, uh, yeah. No, Therese and Trey, yes, had. No, you, Therese. Music break. Okay, Pop. If Pop say it, let it go. <laughs> this thing right here is letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know, the finer things in life. Check it out. Who that dress was scandalous? You know I never handle it. So you're shaking that thing like who the ish with the look in your eyes so devilish. Uh, you like to dance on the hip hop spots. Cruise to the cruise, I connect the dots. Not just urban, she liked the pop, cause she was living la vida loca. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Guys like what, what, what? Baby, move your butt, butt, butt. I 
I think I'll sing it again. She had dumps like a was like all night long. Let me see that song. Oh. 
Was that enough of a break? Can't hear you, Rez. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Just a little music break right there. Just a little thong to thong, thong, thong. Yes, Tiffany, that is traumatizing (laughs) for so many reasons that I can't speak about. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, if you did a reality show about your pole journey, that would garner a lot of interest. (laughs) I will say that. Therese does the pole. I don't know why anyone would be interested in that. I but, it is on, but it is on my bucket list. I'll say that. Video to the whole, from the first lesson to the point that you get it. <laughs> that shit would I, be- I probably will video it just, just to say I've done it. Like I've got a video of my skydiving. I've got clips of things that I hope are still okay. I did, um, I had some, um, some things on my bucket list um, that I've accomplished already, you know, um, some places on my bucket list that I've accomplished and some that I have not accomplished. Looking forward to those. Um, my or, or say personal journey list, like I always wanted to skydive. So I did that. That was amazing. Um, what was that like maybe in the, was it 1999? Uh, no, it was... Yeah, 99 or 2000. Um, went out to uh, Jump and Why, I think it was called. Not Long Island, it's called Something Something Jump. And you sit with your jump master and you learn your little course and then you go up and you learn how to fold your parachute, did all that, and did the final jump. And it was crazy, you know, crazy. I couldn't see. I remember that because, like, the, I had goggles on, but somehow another air pockets got in, so my eyes started tearing. My eyes tear at a drop of a hat anyway, so I should have seen that coming. But so when you is it something you would do again? Um, not really. You know, I uh, did it once. You know, wonderful. The next one, I didn't. I had never parasailed, so I wanted to do that did that I'd do that again you know I'd do that again doubles you know um because I don't think Mo's ever been parasailing so I would like to do it with her and have have her screaming in my ear um she can do it in whatever she want to do it in but it would work better if she wore like a what is those things what else things called a bodysuit or what is it like where you with the snappy thing in the middle well, sweats, sweats, um, I know that they would be too hard to control on a pole, you know, because of the, the, the fabric you'd slip. Like you a know, leotard, whatever. right? Oh, a leotard. I haven't had a leotard on in years. Like, well, yeah, this is... So you put on, you put on your little bodysuit and your little... Why do you have to have that feminine? That's, that's, you know, that's, that's... <laughs> but listen to your voice. It went up like saying, no, it went up three what, octaves. But that's 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 feminine. But no, but I'm wondering why that's the only acceptable pole look, you know. It's not only a look, it's it's you know, I wanna learn how to go around in slow motion like it, like it looks like it you're going you backwards. Slide. Even men wear those like body suits to slide on the pole. 
Yeah, I just I want to learn how to go around in circles slowly, like like the Matrix. When I first some, saw someone do that, how it was you, in the Bahamas. How you gonna How you gonna slide in in jeans? Like you gotta have some slippery clothes. No, I wear right? I wear like maybe a spandex pants or something. You know, like some kind of spandex. You know, something yeah, in a boiler suit. <laughs> It goes on boiler suits again. So you already got the basics down. These, these boiler suits are not cute, okay? Um, I mean, like, some that you could probably wear it and it looks nice. I would look like <laughs> Chucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the problem. She's right, you know. A little uh, black Chucky. Be... Like, they'd be looking like, where's her mommy? <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, no, I probably have, I could, I could do a pair of boy shorts. That's as close as I'm getting. I don't, but they need to be spandexy, like. Well, if first of all, everything on me is looks like I'm I'm not a small I'm I'm a very curvy girl. Everything looks so, like spandex on me. Yeah, the boy shorts look spandexy. They all everything fits, hugs in the places yeah, that you but know. But I'm talking about the material, so it can so you can slide. You know what I mean? That's the the point of it. Not not for the look. But for the slit, so the for the slither of it. Well, you or well, hopefully it'll be my legs that will, you know. I don't know how we're gonna work this thing out. I'm just I'm just trying to Can figure I this out. Can I videotape so. this? I will go. I will come outside the the basement <laughs> to videotape this. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. They had um. What is it? They had pole dancing in Harlem at one point. I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna. You can slide. So, and it's board. tremendous exercise, upper body strength. It's yeah, crazy you have to have for that. Oh, Tiana Taylor is a beast, period. You know, she's a, that's another one who's got great knees. She's a beast. I, I've inherited my grandmother's knees. Since since I was a child, a little child, my grandmother used to say, you make my knees hurt. Stop running around. <laughs> Everything made her knees hurt. You get on her nerves, make her knees hurt. Now I get it. <laughs> probably wish that on me you know i hope you your knees hurt one day well shit they hurt now so have you done um what do you call zip lining who me yeah or the audience i don't i no, I, no no i stay in the basement i don't there's no way to zip line in here so. <laughs> you can build a zip line in the basement if you wanted to <laughs> no nah, that wouldn't i mean there is like a very short path that could be, I went, but, I went mm-hmm. zip lining um, to upstate New York, which is beautiful. And I went in the fall, and it was gorgeous because all of the foliage was out. You could see all the colors. It was very high and very long. Ball, man, had a ball. I would do that again. I would love to do it over the ocean, you know, and have, like, part of the zip go into the water and come back out. I don't know if that could happen, but um, definitely over the ocean. You know, I I don't know where you meet these aggressive women that have the best bodies. Most of the aggressive women I know have a little chubster going on, but maybe that's the best. I don't know. But sexy black Jesus, wow. I need to go <laughs> hang out with them and work out where they work out because <laughs> I've been hanging out with the chubsters and got the ch- <laughs> Exercising. Ah. You have our support 
It's about the skin or material, like latex. Uh, like latex. Did you see, speaking of Tiana Taylor, did you see her husband, Iman, uh, Dancing with the Stars? Amazing. Super proud of him. He slayed it. And that's a tall boy. He's a tall glass of water, and he absolutely looked adorable. So we got two of them, two of them able to burn it down. But, you know, it must have been a lot of pressure on him because, you you know, you married to Tiana Taylor, first of all. And it's like, and she's an amazing dancer. And how are you going to go on a show and not be amazing? Like, it's, it's I, know, I wonder what her commentary or her, her support was like at home while he was doing his practicing and stuff. But he looked really, really good. I was so proud of him. I was cheering him on all the way. So can you imagine the two of them on the dance floor together? She was probably helping him, you know, giving him a little... Yeah, little, I can imagine. Tip, yeah. she, she's a beast. Like, she is a definite beast. She's going to go on TV and embarrass me. <laughs> That's it. So... Look up Wade Bryant. He's local and he's versatile. Okay. What does he do? Is he, I'll, I'll look him up <laughs> before you tell me. Google him. <laughs> I know, right? He's a dancer. I'm looking him up now. Wade Bryant, that's not the... Um... Ow. Ooh. Oh, wait. The picture. Is that a doll or is that a human being? Now you're going to make me look, too. Oh, my God. Well, I'm not putting that picture up of the young lady he has contorted. It's not him that I'm looking at. It's, whoo, oh, gee. Oh, my. I can't. My eyes will not. Um, It looks like he stretches people. Is that what he does? He just stretches people. I, I don't. I'll put it. He's in New York. Ah. Oh. He's a handsome brother, you know, but what does he do other than stretch people? Everybody's stretching around him. Lord. The man behind my split, Wade Bryant, Okay. versus it's not so easy. I'm going to have to go into some of these videos later. Girl, did you see the picture of the young lady in the purple? Did you just Google that? I don't want to put it. I, uh, I didn't. Then, oh wait, let me see. Well, since I'm since since I'm having such a fit over it, I should have just not mentioned it. Oh gee. Oh, so he's a New York City-based pro, former pro dancer, certified personal trainer, and stretch coach. Yes. He does pole work, stretching, strength building. Mm-hmm. I might have to follow him and check him out first. Yeah, well. Wait, why does he look familiar though? He does. Uh oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Wade Bryant punched him in IG. Wade Bryant. Wade Bryant. How about that? Wow. Okay, that's the one I was like, okay. Okay? Wow. Stretched. 
don't need to be that stretched, but I need to be stretched. I, I Shout out to Norm T. That's a lot of stretching. Yeah, but you know, it, it. But stretching is so healthy for your body, your limbs, particularly as you age, and also, um, it is Wade Bryant. Do you know him, babe? What is stretching? I was. I just heard you. Sorry, just popped in. She always tells me I need to stretch. Do you know Wade Bryant? He's a stretch coach. He's in Harlem. No, but I'd like to know him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, because it is incredibly good for you and um, for a lot of reasons. Look. Oh, you found them? Where do you find First them? First of all, they were inside outside. So I didn't them. Gotcha. Okay. Hi, Mo. She said hello. Uh-huh. Wow. Gonna come in. I'm looking at his page. But yeah. she's been getting on me about stretching forever too, because it, it because if you have lower back stuff going on, and oh. particularly um um particularly taller people, hmm. you know, stretching is good for everybody. But you know, um, taller people are are prone to lower back situations, you know, um, and I always find myself stretching midday. My favorite stretch is to hold the top of a door frame and just dangle and just let my body weight do the work. But um, she's always telling me before I work out so I don't come home. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you put that up on the screen, as I was talking to baby laugh, my vagina just broke. Um, yeah. But there's nothing like having that whole, your rotator cuffs in both your hips and your arms. Oh my God, those are the best stretches on the planet. Yeah, but stretching is just it just is a feel good thing, you know. It's just a, mm-hmm. and we should all do do that more if if for those of us who don't, um, stretching is very important. Very important. Um, do we have time for a Black History moment? We sure do. Let's hit it. Let's do that. Um, but what I want to, I wanted to say before we do that is that the black, I want to do actually two black history moments, if I can, um, for yesterday, because I think it's something we should mention and today. So it'll be quick though. Okay, so yesterday, this young lady, Sojourner Truth, um, she died on November 26, 1883. So Sojourner Truth, in case you didn't know, she was born as Isabella Balmfree around 1797 she was enslaved she was born into that system in Ulster County New York she escaped slavery with her daughter in 1826 and in 1828 became the first african-american woman to win a court case against a white man when she went to court to recover her son 
She was associated with some of the most well-known abolitionists and women's suffrage advocates of the century, such as Frederick Douglass and Susan B. Anthony. She changed her name to Sojourner Truth in 1843, became a Methodist, and proclaimed that she would work for justice. It was at this time she began to travel around the country and proclaim the need to abolish slavery. She is perhaps most remembered for her famous speech, Ain't I a Woman, which was delivered extemporaneously in 1851 at the Ohio Women's Rights Convention in Akron, Ohio. She worked to recruit African-American men to fight for the Union during the Civil War and its reported that she met with President Lincoln. Sojourner Truth was a trailblazer for not only women, but for all who advocated for the rights of women and the freedom of those enslaved. To say her name today, even though today is not the actual anniversary of her passing, but it was yesterday. And then for today, this young man, Right quick, I just lost the readout on him. Um, This is former Congressman Mickey Leland of Texas. He's a former congressman named George Thomas. Nickname was Mickey Leland. He was born on November 27th in 1944 in Lubbock, Texas. He developed a reputation as an advocate for the rights of those in poverty. He actively fought for health care for the poor and rights for children and the elderly. He graduated from Texas Southern University with a B.A. and a pharmacy degree in 1970. He later became involved in politics, serving six years in the Texas state legislature. In 1978, he was elected to the United States Congress as a representative of 18th Texas. He was reelected five terms and served from January Third, 1979 until his death in 1989. On August 7th, um, 1989, he died during a plane crash in um, Ethiopia. But I wanted to mention him too. Um, we should know about our black brothers and sisters, and if anything that um, is said here today resonates with you, please share it with someone younger than you or someone older than you. Just share it. And that's today's Black History Moment. Nice. Nice, nice. Never heard of um, that particular gentleman. Nice. Me either. Me either. I was I was happy to, um, when I saw his face, he reminded me of someone I grew up with, you know, because he, he has that red bone, you know, look to him. And, um, you can't see his bones, though. Another one of those light-skinned, skinned <laughs> jokes. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but he reminded me of a guy I grew up with when I saw him and saw what he had done, and just the fact that he's mentioned in that kind of this this thing that I have. He probably did more than you know. The details of what he did was not there, but I'm sure 
because we don't necessarily get or nor do we give credit to people when they do the things that they do, especially um brothers and sisters um we we always say that because um a person is of color that they have to do more because you know which is you know it's just not right whatever he did his life he made a difference in someone's life clearly and right. and that's the point and um you know that's it that's that's my goal when you get massages have them stretch your body they will do it more when getting a deep tissue session. Words mm. of wisdom from Pop. From the Poppy Chulo section. Yes, from the Chocolate Kiss. Yes, now this all this stretch talk is making me want to stretch. Right? Don't you just want to stretch? Everybody, on to stretch. Hey, Walt, how you feeling, Pop? You doing Walt. well? Kisses to the missus. We love you. We love you, love you, love you. Hope you are faring well. I had an amazing track coach. Shout out to the late, great Norm Tate. Norman Tate had the amazing, um, well, to be be honest, I joined the team because of his legs. Mm. Amazing. I've always had a thing for legs anyway. But he used to walk around. He was the first man that I saw when I was in high school to wear um, leggings. And when I saw him wearing the leggings and he had the greatest legs, I said, what the, and I, you know, I said he was a instructor. So I said, well, what does he instruct? Later on finding out he was the track coach and he, he coached a lot of uh, greats coming out of the high school that I attended. And, um, but he, remained intact well, well, well beyond his track years. But I remember him strutting around with that whistle, that tank shirt, and those tights. And I used to be like, wow. Had me join, worked me out, and he was great for those stretches. Hmm. He believed in them. You could not do anything before you did that. And after you finished running your life away, he made you stretch. (laughs) So... That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Norman Tate. It's amazing. So what is this? Uh, for those of you who are watching or listening um, from New York City or New York State, anywhere in New York, um, the this person who is sitting in as governor oh. has called for a state of emergency and there's a She's new, crazy. yeah i know i know i know i'm i'm praying tish james tish james tish james okay enough of that um state of state of emergency <laughs> new york giants that's what's up that's what's up okay so yeah so there's a new strain of the virus. I'm just going to call it the old strain. Now, riddle me this. There are outbreaks in southern African countries. There are 
serious outbreaks in Israel and Hong Kong. They have stopped travel now to those southern African, to seven southern African nations. I see anything about stopping travel to and from Israel or Hong Kong. It could just be that I don't know. Right. And the U.K. has it, too. I don't see any stop travel from those necks of the woods, only from Southern Africa. What's going on there? Um, Governor, the Hocho is hooked on elective surgery amid COVID spikes. You know what? She's crazy, and not and not just because of this. Like something's wrong with that lady. No, you could tell. You could tell in looking at her, and that's why Cuomo had her in the background. I don't even know why he had her at all, but I think she served some other admin purpose that was uh, that was helpful to him. But she's not well. No, she's she's. And I don't mean that in a way that I don't mean that in a mental health way. I mean that in a very her point of views are one of a person that's not. Look, I I feel like I. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, 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 I think I think her presentation is a little off. You know what I mean? Yeah, as no. well as you she, know, because she's off. Yeah, something something in just her presentation. You know, but pop is is um. The election for governorship last, I think it was Wednesday, you put up um, something, you posted something about how many seats in the House of Representatives, et cetera, were coming through. Um, If you have that, that would be great. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that too. So, um, you know, it's just concerning because if they're halting elective surgeries and if doctors and hospitals feel like that's necessary again. So what are they classifying? First, maybe we should ask, what are they classifying as elective surgeries? Those would be things that are not emergencies, like okay. uh, wart removal, um I think um if you if you need a hip replacement things that are not an emergency maybe yeah but that but that wouldn't necessarily be a, well hip surgery I don't think would fall under that because if someone's life is see and that's where the insurance companies come in with if somebody's life is greatly impacted by the surgery you know um then that is not an elective surgery you know like if I can't walk no, but if you can walk, if you can walk, but you're, you're, there's discomfort, I think, I think if your life is imperiled, like if you're going to die, that becomes emergency surgery. Like a gunshot wound, you have to be seen, that kind of thing. Okay. Electives are the things that can be put off for a little while until they get it together, maybe. 
I don't think she should have the power to deem what elective surgery is and what no, isn't. No, I'm not saying that she deems I mean, it, but I no, think no. the hospitals do that. But we, we need to, no, but, I, I don't no, but know. She, I'm just guessing anyway. She could, hospitals by and large don't operate autonomously like that if they're state or city funded. So there would have to be someone co-signing that at a, a higher level. They just don't decide, okay, we're not doing that today and that's what happens. No. Wow. Now, I would think that these are even more, more. serious um surgeries like hernia hmm. surgery cataract surgery mastectomy for breast cancer that's and see and that's why i said you get we got to be real careful and the donation of kidney by a living donor i think those are emergencies to me but see, and again that's why we have to be real careful about how and, and pay attention to what they want to classify as as not needed now, particularly as it relates to women's um, uh, procedures because we are never on that list for anything emergency. Please right. believe that. Now this, these, I would more agree. Like um, LASIK, boob surgery, boob jobs, definitely, and rhinoplasty. Unless it there's an urgent need, but if they're not doing mastectomy, I don't understand that. But um, elective surgeries can include cosmetic procedures like removing a mole or a wart. But they can also include more serious conditions, removing kidney stones or an appendix. Appendix is 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 an emergency. It's, so with kidney stones. Yeah, yeah, and hip replacements. Yeah, see. But see, I, I wouldn't even. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. See, see, that all needs to be fought, and it needs to be more inclusive. Because if if you've ever had a kidney stone that would not pass, you would deem that yeah, an emergency. Yeah, I, I you, think I think a kidney stone is an emergency. An appendix rupturing? Yeah, that's is not an emergency surgery. Get out of here! You'll die from that. That's an emergency. I don't understand, but I guess you know, at this at this time, if anybody's having a medical problem you should contact your pcp and find out um not all you can't even say most for they, kidney stones. yeah they can give you they can give you something to help break them down i think now mm-hmm. um so so that they can but it depends that's in a healthy it's, person it's so, it's so painful that's in a healthy person too if you have other pre-existing illnesses Besides the kidney stones, the stuff that they give you, depending on the size, may not help you. Mm. Chronic gallstones. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. So, you know, again, I am not a doctor, and um, the opinions here are ours. You call your doctor, call your... um, medical provider, your insurance, to find out, you know, what they deem to be electives and not. And if you are... You call your chronic, governor. <laughs> yeah, if you find that you are in chronic pain, you go to the emergency room, period. Um, Isn't it funny we got to call, we got to call politicians about, man, listen. Yeah, this is what I wanted to get to. The 2022 United States Senate elections will be held on November 8th with 34 of the 100 seats in the Senate. This is so paramount. This this election is so paramount. I need to figure out a way that I can be more involved. What can I do? 
what can I do to ensure that, you know, everybody understands what's at stake? So, most uterine surgeries are considered elective. Really? Elisa says pop a pain pill, no surgery. <laughs> sure. Oh, did you? Oh, you know what I printed out for you, Javon? I, thank you for that, Elisa. I was going to send this to you as I like to send you most news that I stumble across that uh, I want to talk about. But because it hasn't been getting enough attention. Okay. What's that? I don't understand why. Okay. Did you know that CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart fueled the opioid crisis that was determined by a jury? No, I didn't, but I'm not yes. surprised. That was in a New York that was in the New York Times. The decision came out, they ruled that. They said that CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart fueled the opioid crisis. Now, that is the biggest crock of shit I've read in a long time. That is very interesting. I've never because, heard that. Why do they single out just those three? Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. They, You know, we all know that those three places, CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart, have pharmacies, right? Right. And the pharmacies are distributing what already are in existence, right? right. So who the hell makes in this case, most opioids, the the pharmaceutical companies. And not only that, who prescribes them? The doctors. Walmart's not making the prescriptions. They're just filling them, right? Right. This is the biggest. And see, this is is when you don't apply your brain, you know, or you just take it at face value. I don't know which one it is at this point. When I saw that, I laughed. I was like, oh, so y'all going to, I hope this is the beginning to the bigger picture. Because, you know, as we all know, you know, uh, oxycodone was one of the biggest opioids that they used, misinformed the American public, and caused a great deal of addiction with those. And it's a movie even about that out, you know. But we knew all that prior to. And I could tell you when oxy became popular because... I was in client services, and I remember how hot that was. I remember that pill being expensive on the streets for those of the clients who chose to sell it. I remember how highly addictive it was. That was the number one pill people were trying to kick at one point, Um, and it was a lot going on with that. still is. You know, so that and at that point they didn't have they were only having the the um, higher doses. Now they have the two point something or whatever. You know, they have the smaller dose. Uh, oxycodone now it's crazy but to think that walmart cbs and and um and um what's the other one uh walgreens walgreens thank you had anything to do with the to to for jury to find that means that whatever evidence they allowed was not thorough it was not and quite frankly this must account for a lot of the deaths the opioid crisis wasn't deemed a crisis until a lot of more. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Say it, Rez. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Hold on. Right after I read these views, opinions, and information expressed during brunch in the basement series are solely those of the individuals involved and don't necessarily reflect or represent JBR Internet Radio. Okay? Okay. Say it. What is it? The crisis was not deemed a crisis until white kids started dying. Prior to that, you was locking folks up for heroin and any opiate stuff, 
You was considering anybody that was opiate addicted or heroin addicted, addicts, and that's it. They were just drug heads. That was it. That's the only name you had for them. There was no help for them. There were no special long-term programs for them. Certainly couldn't sit and get money for them. Opiate crisis hits. Now that more little white kids were dying across the, the, the world, then it became a crisis that we had to put money into to get people to seek treatment and help. Same drugs, different faces. If you're not clear about that, I don't know. I don't know what to say to you, but at the end of the day, you know, I remember the days where you didn't have to show identification to pick up shit like NyQuil and whatever else, you know what I mean? Sudafed or whatever they have behind that now because of the kids abusing the stuff. And I'm not going to say just kids because, you know, adults were too. Now you got to go, everything's a controlled substance. Bananas. Bananas. You can't buy Sudafed, Benadryl, or Claritin at one time at the store. Buy one from each without being flagged. Yeah, exactly. Because you could make crystal meth over the counter. Mm. Well, and the three chains responsible for dispensing the pills that cause hundreds of overdoses around the world. Yes, and they didn't make it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like they were dispensing, but they didn't make them. You know, and you couldn't get them up out of there without a prescription. You know what I mean? And there are some there are some doctors, let's be clear, who peddle the stuff, who sell prescriptions. How about that? Well they yeah, they are um in a lot of cases, you know, the doctors that sell prescriptions, uh, you know, there's a there's a you know, there's a lot of people on legs that walk in and out of these doctors' offices that get the doctors sample packs. For their patients to try at an incentive out of this world for the doctor and the more prescriptions you write right you know and they and they're like you know back in the day when they had the insurance salesman that came to your house mm-hmm. these are like them they have accounts they have regions it's big 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 money you know i remember when i used to work at bellevue and when i used to work at um an off-site dialysis center, mm-hmm. there would be these pharmaceutical business people that would come through selling their wares. Mm-hmm. And they would provide uh, samples. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I do recall that. They you know, still do it. This is this is the thing, you know. Um, they want to blame somebody and make it seem like they're doing something when they all got their hands in the cookie jar. All of them. So the best thing that will happen out of this is that they all probably will lose their pharmaceutical license, licenses within the company. Walmart ain't going nowhere, although CVSs were tremendously affected, but I'm not sure if it was by this because a lot of them are closing. Yeah. Um, and then there's Walgreens. So, I mean, the most that will happen is, you know, Walgreens, I don't know if it will, I don't know if it will survive not having a pharmaceutical space and, Walmart certainly will, because we don't just go into Walmart for prescriptions. We go in there for a whole lot of other stuff. So, yikes. Yeah, I remember that movie. I remember that movie. I love that movie. That's one of my favorites, actually, Death Becomes Her, with Goldie Horn, Bruce Willis, and Meryl Streep is in it as well. Love Meryl Streep. That is a funny damn. It's, it's dark humor, but it's funny. That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Um, CBS yeah, said they would appeal the verdict. What else is there? That's bananas, though. I would love to read that those uh, trial notes. And I'm going to say everybody should remove cigarettes. I'm sorry. If, you, if you're a smoker, like, just come on already, son. Word, really? We still doing that? We still smoking cigarettes? We still smoking cigarettes. Really. Think of this. You know they kill. They know, you know that they, they cause cancer. You know they kill. If you knew for certain that the next cigarette you were going to smoke was the one that was going to ignite the cancer, would you smoke it? Herein lies the conundrum. You never know just which one it's going to be. And it's not always lung cancer. It's a carcinogen which gets into your bloodstream. You can get cancer anywhere. It's not just lung cancer. Cancer is a painful, ugly, hard, debilitating death. If you're going to choose the way you want to die, why do you want to choose that? I'm just saying. And again, that's my opinion. Just my opinion. Are we still doing that, son? Um, most unregulated stores sell counterfeit cigarettes. Oh, wow. Oh yeah, the ones that aren't stamped. Is that is that what you mean? The ones that don't have the. What the heck is a counterfeit cigarette? I think um, what she may mean, until she corrects me, um, is that you know they're, they're, the state has to stamp the cigarette authenticity, you know, because they're making cigarettes with things that you know. But that's you know it's it's not contraband cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's 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 so weird. It's hard to say what what death is going to be. You know, it, it's just weird because it's like there's so many unhealthy things and right. habits, and just stuff. You know, um, the idea is to do less of whatever is going to get you under whatever. Right. You know, there's just some things that okay, man. Really, and bigger messages attached to them it could pay for more budgets. <laughs> you know, because that's what's drilled in the head. You know, uh, I don't know. It's just, you can't place, I don't know, these days, I mean, yes, we know smoking is bad, you know, but then there's so many, but that the list is like so long at this point, you know, so, so long. There, there are things that we, as, um, you know, in this culture, this American culture, have been doing for generations that we realize now are harmful um and you know information is powerful it's one thing to be ignorant of the details right you know if if you don't know you don't know but once you know you know there's something now now granted there's some things that i know that are not the best for me probably sitting in this basement all the time, you know? But I get out every now and then. I crawl out the basement. I slither, you know? I slither out there. I'm a little... As long as the sun rays aren't on that list. I get get a couple of sun rays from time to time. Um, The sun rays on that list, I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but then you you get to pick your poison. Yes. 
You see that? You see this this stuff this time? Yeah, you get you get nice stuff. Uh, and that's like that's in a closet. Because it has a window. What kind of closet has? What kind of fancy schmancy shit y'all got going on over there that you got a closet with a a, a bright sunny window? Yeah, it's the window. Have, in the um, closet? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I have two closets in this household that have windows. Two. Yeah. Yeah, I have that's, two that that's have windows. Fancy. I just want you to know, if you don't know, that's some fancy shit. I'm just saying. How? That's fancy. There are, there are places where, with rooms that don't have a window, more or less closets. No, that shouldn't windows. be a room. All rooms have to have windows. I worked in a room with no window. Legal. See, see, okay. and that's a problem. Was it a basement? Nope. And it didn't have windows? It's in an office. It's in an office. A business office. A business, yeah. Oh, so it, was in, it must be an internal structure as opposed yeah. to the... No windows. But um. most closets, I've never seen a closet with windows. All y'all, just say yay or nay if y'all got windows in your closet. What kind of closet? I can't even imagine. Oh, both my closets. Well, two, both of my main my main closets have windows. My main closet. I've, yeah. Okay. Well, the, the two fancy. ones, the, the the biggest ones. The 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 intern. I'm thinking about the intern. Like the linen closet doesn't because that's on the inside, you know. Um, but the you know the house has you know. So is walls. that just is that like a room that y'all turned into a closet? No, it's a closet. Wow. You don't have a window in your closet? How many people have closet window closets? That is I have to do a survey now on on um, no. that's amazing. I won't you know, if they didn't see this show then they won't know that you're the one that has the windows in the closet. But I have to am I missing something? All my life, I swear to God, I have never heard of that. That is amazing. I we have a walk-in closet in our bedroom. It has windows in it. We have a walk-in closet, but it's a closet. It's a walk-in <laughs> closet. That's a room. That's, 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 that's a room. That's the closet. It just has a window. I'm, I'm, fa- I'm sorry to harp on it, but I'm fascinated. I am fascinated. She is set up in the closet. That is a room, but she says it's a closet. For her, it's a closet. It's perspective, Misty. For me and you, that would probably be a room. Like you put a baby in that room. Maybe it's a small, the smallest room in the house, maybe. But it's a room. It's got walls, a window, and a door. That's a room. We don't call that a closet. It's a sliding door. You walk in. Did it have have something up there you could hang shit or or but y'all put it in there? No. You didn't put it there. It came when you bought the house. Yes, but you know, yeah, yes. Um, I'm trying to think of what. Yeah, I've changed some things out. You know, to kind of you know, use it around the way you need to have it. You know, um, my, my um my closet, my big closets have always been functional. So, well, in this particular house, I've always been functional, so I have to be able to do things in them. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. That's you know, dope, I would though. I would show you, but I, it's messy. <laughs> no, that's that's amazing. I, just don't tell. like this. This one has a desk in it, you know, on one side. 
on one side. The other side, you can. The only thing I couldn't get, couldn't I tried to get a lot of things out of sight line except for that rack of clothes behind me <laughs> that I block most of the time. But it's a rack of clothes. Oh boy. Yeah. It's a rolling rack. That's it's the one that you. And if you rolled it out, it would no longer be a closet. Is that what no? It still be a closet. It's still like shoes hanging and all kinds of stuff going on in here. You can't see it because that's not the sight view. So, the so Pop faces. said that people in Atlanta have closets with windows. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Atlanta. Maybe that's it. So let me ask you this. Prior to this house, mm-hmm. the other places that you've lived all had windows mm-hmm. in the closet? Or is this One place? Um. I'd have to think about that. One place I know did, my, I had a walk-in closet in my former home that did. That was the biggest walk-in closet that I had. It had an island inside. And I could walk in and um, um, my fish closet. tank, that's where my fish tank was. Huh? Did you have fish in the closet? Mm-hmm. They were my alive? Fish, my fish tank, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Set the up. closet? Because I lived in my, well, yeah, yeah, it's hard. I <laughs> see, I don't you want people the, thinking crazy then, shit. No, no, this is because we spend a lot of time talking about me and my extra <laughs> stuff that I need to get into your closets because this is deep. Yes, another home that I had, I had a, um, uh, the closet was pretty I can't substantial. Fit me, a rolling rack, a, a desk in my closet. It's one or the other. That's just, I have, but I have small closets too. I have closets that you, like the linen closet, shelf, shelf, open the door, you know, stuff is stacked. That's you know, those that's the I have closets. That's um, that's, that's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you had it's, a closet with an island in it. Like you know, like where you and like you a put the fish in there. In the no, no, the fish weren't in the island. The fish was the, in the corner. I had a little hexagon, like maybe 50, 50 gallon, that was in there. But you lived I, in that closet. Yeah. I had a little desk on one side. Did you have the bed in the closet? No. Or it was like a living space? Like, huh? It was like a living space, like your your private living space was in that closet. It kind of connect. You know how you have the wall? I have to show you. I have to. Do I have a picture? I have to show you how it was set up because it's like the bedroom mm-hmm. that walks into the closet, and then at the end of that, the bathroom. So you can kind of, that's your. So you had to go through the closet to get to the bathroom from the bedroom. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And it had a window in that closet? Yes. And in, in the, the front, bathroom. Face the front of the house. And the bathroom. Yes. It had a window. Yes. It faced the front of the house. Uh-huh. That's nice. That's that's very nice. It was. Close. Yeah. That that's that's nice. I like to walk in a closet and find a stripper and open the window. <laughs> open their window. Okay, okay, Pop. And with that, everybody have a really nice rest of your weekend. See that sun? 
enjoy the sun. I'm 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 going out shortly. So Yay! Yeah. I'm going what to see doing? I'm going to the movies actually. I'm going to see King Richard. Oh my god, take some tissue. In the theater. Yeah, I'm a look, you could show me the the little snuggles commercial with the little bear and I'll start crying. So you know. Yeah. Take some tissue. That is amazing. You will walk out feeling amazing. It's so inspiring. Love if anybody could see that on the big screen, I I, I suggest you do that. Yeah, that's so have fun. I'm glad you're getting out. Wrap up because it's cold out yeah. today. Every now and then, you know, I gotta go out and do something a little diff. So I'm looking forward nice. to that. So and and that's nice. that. But um, you know, I I hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Whatever you do, whether you go out, stay in, um, just. Enjoy, and I'll talk to you later. Peace, party people. See you later. Yo, peace, world. It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Keep the lock right here. Hey, it's your girl, Allison Williams, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese playing my kind of music. Uh, I know she's watching in the background. Well, hi, Mom. How you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your mama's name? Juanita. Juanita, you know I love you. No matter what you do. And I hope you understand me. Every word I say is true. Cause I love you. Oh, 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 oh. That's for, for Juanita, yeah. <laughs> she's, not, she's going to be floating today. Floating today. When I come to town, I know she's going to have... Can she, can she cook? Can she cook? Mom's she cooking. Cook. Oh, yeah. Oh, when I come to town, I, you know, I'm looking for them greens and cornbread. Yeah. Still in the basement, no longer alone, with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see, that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, <laughs> all our losses though, Jay. You can send me some cologne, cause I mean, oh, you, you know. Yeah. 
I will Just do in that. case I should be Chaka Khan, I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, dokey, babe, whatever you say. I just want to wish everybody um, a happy Chaka Khanika. All right, thank you. Let's let's carry on. I'm sorry. Javon, yeah, there's a pill you're going to be. Able to take for that. I promise to tell them which way you went, but they're coming for you. Time. So, and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just <laughs> And I think it's it's time to res to do a little rapid fire with um Mr. Ooh. Richard Pryor Jr. I think so. I think so. So don't worry, we won't hurt you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.